Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in to My Independence Report. My name is Kevin McDonald, and I have got a absolutely wonderful story to share with you today. And the two ladies that are sitting right over there, Janet and Jenny, are the subjects. <laughs> Hello. Are the subjects of broken Indian. <laughs> are the subjects of today's uh, conversation, and it is an empowering inspiring story that we're about to tell you so i want you to hang with us for the entire show because i'm telling you this is really a way cool thing that we're going to be talking about first of all i'd like to introduce janet who is been around she's she's in uh in the arts as it were she's also had her own health challenges and she is the mother of jenny and uh, they have been working together for a very long time on an issue that they came to light early on. And we're going to talk all about that. But first of all, Janet and Jenny, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you. We're good. Yeah, we're doing good. Thank we want to thank you for, for having us. Yeah. Well, you know, you two, especially with Jenny's warm smile, it just makes my heart uh, warm and and uh, I'm I'm so I I'm I don't I haven't met you yet in person but I'm so proud of you and I'm so proud of what you've done both mom and daughter uh, in working through a lot of issues now first of all the the first thing is Janet you've also had in addition to uh, what Jenny's gone through you've also had your own health health challenges haven't you yes yes uh uh, well, I can happily say I'm a seven-year breast cancer survivor. Congratulations. <laughs> but, uh, that was a shock because no one had it in our, our family. But I took it like I did Jenny's um, Jenny's autism. It was just go positive, full speed ahead, don't look back. Um, learn, from, learn from it and be there for others. Absolutely. When did you discover or when were you told uh, that your brand new beautiful baby girl had an issue? Well, it was, you just turned 29, right? So yeah. it was about 26 <laughs> years. <laughs> I get older. I, yeah, I get older. It was 26 years ago. Uh, Jenny was just over three. And I had known before, though, that something was wrong. And that's when I was told that Jenny was low-functioning autistic. And back then, that was a word I'd never heard of before. I, I didn't know anything about it. Unbeknownst to me, she was showing all the signs, but I didn't know what autism was back then. And really, thirty years ago, nobody knew, really knew what autism was. It wasn't really in the in the big deal, and and that it is now. And now they're talking about that it affects as I've I've heard statistics that are all over the board, but I've heard as many as one in sixty. Is that is that kind of correct? Oh, yeah, I'd say it's close. Maybe even more. The 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 stats on the rise of of autism in this last, I say, couple of decades is just. It's very, it's very high. It is more in boys, 
but it 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 found now even higher in in girls as 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 well. Mm-hmm. And why would it be higher in boys? I mean, boys are kind of uh, weird anyway, but uh, especially the little boys. But I had to, so I can say that. Um, but, but why? Why would it be boys rather more than girls? Do you have any idea? Do they know? No, you know that is a real. We were just Jenny and I were just yeah. at a an event the other night, and that was being being talked about. Um, it's something to do, someone was saying the mental, uh, composition of the brain, the neurological composition of the brain, that for some reason it affects boys more than it does. does And plus girls that are on the autism spectrum are a little different compared to boys where we find it easier to kind of like mirror or mimic people with things. So like, so if someone's doing one thing, we can kind of mimic it because that's the appropriate way to do it. So it's kind of harder to diagnose a a woman that way as well, or I guess it's kind of easier with a male. Is that that because you guys, uh, the women I'm talking about are, are able to blend in more with society and you pay attention so you can mimic things so that you can hide it better. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, exactly. yes. Because even Jenny now, because she's high functioning, a lot of people look at us at book signings or speaking engagements or when I explained about her autism, they're going, what? Because sometimes with, with, with girls and some with boys, it's very subtle um, when you're when you become uh, higher functioning autistic. Uh, and it's a little bit harder to see it. But I I know and she knows um, and then sometimes it will will show at times. Yeah. Well, and uh, you, when you found this out at three, I'm sure you started to do some research about it to find out what exactly what in the hell they were talking about um, and stuff. And and uh, what did you discover? And what what in those days, 30 years ago, they really didn't even have a course of treatment or anything, did they? Oh, no. Kevin, you just hit, you just asked the best question. And you hit the nail on the head, because when I first found out. I was living in Yellowknife, so we ended up moving uh, to Vernon because there was more opportunity there to find out because I took Jenny for a hearing test because I thought maybe it was her her hearing because with an autistic child getting when you don't know what it was and for Jenny back then, she was in her own world. Um, she wasn't listening anymore. She wasn't talking anymore. She was just grunting and, and pushing you to stuff. Um, she was lining things up and just so many different traits that there are. And I remember I thought maybe it's her hearing cause you didn't seem to want to talk. And she was just in this bubble. So we couldn't even do the hearing test because with routine, very routine, um, all the five senses are extremely sensitive compared to people who don't have autism. So I remember I went to the doctor in Vernon thinking, oh, yes, I'm finally going to get help. I'm going to find out what is going on with my daughter and get her back to where she was before. And I remember him looking at me going, it just made me feel like I was overboard, over neurotic, over bored on everything. And I just looked at him and I, I said, well, I really feel something's wrong. Oh, she's just a two-year-old. You know, she's going through the terrible twos, da, 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 da. And he says, but... The only thing he'd do for me was another hearing test. So I went and I took her for another hearing test, but it was worse this time. Even the um, uh, the um, the audiologist going, we can't, we can't. And I said, oh, I know. And I remember walking out of there, though, and I remember bawling because poor Jenny, she was so, she was just sweating. She was so upset, and I felt so sorry for her. I was just hugging her. So I went back 
back to that, uh, back to the doctor, the general practitioner, and I made an appointment and I wouldn't leave his room. I was never an assertive person, but this was my daughter. I was mama bear. I had to be there for her. So I wouldn't leave. And I says, I'm not leaving till you give me an appointment with a pediatrician. So he wasn't very happy, but he sent me to a pediatrician and that's where the help started. She was only with Jenny for five minutes and said, oh my goodness, this little girl needs help. She's, I think this is, she's, I know you might not heard this word. I think she's autistic with this pervasive development lay. And then she says, and you need respite. You need care too. So that's where we started, but I couldn't see the specialist for a year afterwards. That's how long I had to wait. So in between, like you said, Kevin, I was really searching for every support in our area. I went outside of the area to a place called the Autism Institute in Sheffield, Massachusetts. So yes, I researched, I learned everything I personally can, because here is the phrase, early intervention is key. Doesn't matter if they're two, doesn't matter three years old, early intervention is key. Now, describe for me when they said low-functioning autism. Um, Jenny is a lot of things. She certainly is not that. Um, but is low-functioning meaning that they, they're they not going to do very well and they, they're not going to function very well? Yes, that's that's what the pediatrician, yeah. When I went to go see the specialist, um, she sent me in the room and she just looked at me and she just said, your daughter is never going to talk well. She's never going to do well in school. She's never going to be where her peers are. She'll never get married. She'll never work at a bank. And she went on with this list. And I kind of looked at her and I said, can't you give me one little positive here? <laughs> I said, it would be really nice. So I remember walking out of the door, my poor mom breathing down her neck going, that's not going to happen. So that's what I did because socialization is very hard. Um, for autistics and the way they socialize and, and, and some are very in your face, some are very introverted. So it's very hard. And like when Jenny, like to see Jenny now, <laughs> Jenny's going, she's used to me talking yeah. about her, but to see Jenny now, but if you could have seen her back then, cause we have people who worked with her before, they can't believe this is the same girl. They, they can't believe this is the same girl. And what do you attribute that to? I, I know you're, I know you're mama bear and you're a hell of a mom, but is, was it the, the what, you helped her get through in her formative years. Is that is that what it was, or is well, it, it was a it was a it was sorry it was a dream team. Um, and I talk about this in my book. It was a dream team. It was the professionals. Like I, I I hit the jackpot, or I had angels coming down from heaven because both in the professional, non-professional, the school system. I was very fortunate because I have people come to me that just don't get that. So in professional, I had um, a play therapist who did things like TheraPlay with Jenny, which is learning how to socialize properly and be able to make friends, have friends, how to, how to converse with them, how to communicate, because Jenny couldn't. She didn't want to. She was in her bubble. Um, she would get very mad if anybody tried to talk to her. If anybody took a toy that she was playing with, she wouldn't want to share. So there was a lot of different things that were going on. And then we had speech and language therapist. Um, and I tell you, each one brought me in. They brought me in. So we worked all together as a team. The daycare. Oh, we had the daycare from heaven. They were so good. They worked. They had the professionals come. They worked with them so they would understand and how to be with Jenny. The unconditional love from each one of them. Um, and then we had a psych. A uh, psychiatrist, psychologist, um, Dr. Pfeiffer, who worked with Jenny, Jenny mentally and, and was working with me too to, to work with Jenny. The school, 
Um, we had um, uh, education, uh, learning education assistance, learning resource people that were always working with Jenny. Um, sometimes she was right in with the um, with the other kids and other times they take her out for certain things that she needed a bit more help with. And the one thing that I was very impressed with is when she went to daycare, because I became a single mom, so I had to work because I had a son too. Um, they decided to put her into just a normal, uh, normal daycare. And I always say autistic children are normal with this special needs. Um, but they put her in, instead of putting her into a special needs daycare, they put her into a normal one. It's the best thing um, I feel we we ever did. And then I went outside and I went to Sheffield, Massachusetts. Um, I didn't go there, but I I wrote to them and I phoned them. And there's a couple there who own it who had a son who was diagnosed with autism. And they were told, too, to put him in an institution because it was a long time ago, too. You're and right. they said no. So they started doing all this parallel play and all the things they were doing. They knew I couldn't afford to go. They sent me cassettes. In fact, that was cassettes. They sent me VHSs. They sent me writ material. And our whole team worked together. We would have goals. We would have uh, reviews. So between the professionals, the non-professionals, the, the schools, me as, as a mom, as a family, her brother, we all worked together as a team and we're, we're there for Jenny. And then number one, Jenny. <laughs> she worked hard too. Jenny, to I gotta ask you, when did you really what was your earliest memory of, of the thought that you may be different than other kids? Oh, for, well, me and mom have different things. But for, <laughs> for me, for me, it was kind of like when I was in kindergarten. Um, I still had my stuffy and McBlanky because I enjoyed them a lot and I, so I did things differently and we had to be in like in a little circle group thing for kindergarten. And I don't know, it's just when I had my stuffy and flaky, people were staring at me weirdly doing some, like I got so weirdo. I was like, oh, this isn't normal. I must be different. And then having to go back and forth to learning center compared to other kids was an interesting too. So in that in a sense, that's how I knew, okay, I'm different from the others. I need more extra help compared to others. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and and it, as it turned out, because uh, we'll we'll turn to the rest of the story. First of all, uh, Janet, give us the name of your book, please. Uh, it's called The Autistic Author and Animator. And that's the book that I want you to pick up if you have got, and if if it if the statistics are true, and it's really one in sixty. Uh, that that are in some manner or form on the spectrum. That book will be very helpful for you uh, to learn how to work with it and to get the help that you need and that the child needs to have the best possible outcome. Exactly, because and that's what it's all about. Because it's it's called the autistic author and animator, and it's a, a mother's view of a daughter's triumphs. Yes, we went through tribulations. We had the triumphs too. There were a lot of ups and downs. There were a lot of large curves in the journey on the road. However, you learn from them. And I always just took the positive and would go full speed ahead. And you hit the nail on the head with the book too, because that's what it's about. It gives a whole journey of the very beginning from after she was born and when this all happened. And it gives every avenue in it um, where I went for help how I, we worked as a family, even as much to the silent hero. And I highly recommend this, which was very th therapeutic for Jenny, was Mr. Sparkles. 
her dog. Um, he knew when she was having issues, he was always brought a smile on her face and, and made her happy whenever she was going, going through things. So there's a lot of nice additives that, that are in it as, as, as well. Dogs are very intuitive and they, they feel your emotions and they, they have an, an, an uncanny, uncanny ability to help you get through it. Even if it's just a tail wag. Yeah, it oh, it is, true. yeah, and it's true. They're intuitive. He knew because he would come home when Jenny. Because there's lots of times Jenny would come to the car after picking picking her up from school, and she was really upset because she did go through the bullying. And that dog, he just knew it. He would cuddle underneath her and lick her, you know, <laughs> face and just yeah. And then just you'd see Jenny's smile come up. So yeah. Yes, indeed. Now, now I don't want to focus on your teenage years because I know how tough that can be for someone who's who's unique and and a little bit different. And I know that there was bullying and and I know that they're working on that kind of sort of, but they haven't gotten there yet. But I want to turn to what happened. When did you start writing? Oh, yeah, Um, I guess technically I didn't like to write and draw when I was little but I got really more into it when I was got into creative writing for 11 and 12. Uh, I started I had this weird dream when I was working on my first book actually. Uh, I was studying for my grade 9 social studies and I had my TV on just like to keep me awake in that and all of a sudden there is these weird images from the book that appeared on the TV. But when my mom called me for dinner, I looked back and it was off and it was off the whole time. And the idea never went away. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll start writing about this then. And yeah, creative writing class, I wrote it in there. And we had to do like um, speeches, like we had to um, um, tell our stories in front of our classmates. And I did that with my first chapter and people really enjoyed it and loved it. And even my teacher suggested you should get that published one day. It's like, oh, okay. And yeah, that's kind of where it all started for me. And you, and, and you have had it published, have you not? Yes. Yeah. I even published the second one to it last year. Cause it's a, it's a first of a trilogy. And what, what's the, what's the name of the trilogy? Uh, Do you want to show them your books? Yeah. Do you want me to hold the other oh, one? Okay. Uh, the, in general, it, it, the trilogy is called Dysnomia because that is the planet they live on. And the first book is called Dysnomia Outcast on the Distant Moon. And then the second one is called Dysnomia Home Lies in Your Heart. Oh, that's, that's really cool. And the, the uh, who'd you get to illustrate it? Those, those, the artist's really good. Oh, thank you. Yes, who did you get to illustrate? Um, it, her name is Trista Baldwin. And yeah, she did a really good job of them. And I even do some of my own illustrations in the book as well. I could show. Yeah, inside the book, Jenny does her own illustrations of her characters and that. But well the cover is yeah. done by... Oh, very nice. Very nice. And these are these are not itty bitty teeny weeny books. These are big. These are well. The, fir the yeah. first one is here. I'll yeah. hold the other one. The first one's little, but the other yeah. one is this one's. Yeah, there's no, there's no huge difference. Just wait till the third one. Oh my! We have had people wanting to read the second book so bad, and then they got it and they went. One guy goes, "This is like another War and Peace." <laughs> but you know what? They're getting like I, when I went to read, I went, "Oh, this is big." But you know what? you 
it's the continuation from the folk, first book and you just the characters the scenarios the landscapes the the, the animals you just you can't stop reading you just got to know what's happening there's a lot of twists and turns and and it's uh yeah it's it's a really fun read and it's getting quite quite a following too and i also heard something about a screenplay tell me about that oh yeah um as of right now i'm also i my one of my dreams for the first book at least is to hopefully turn it into an animated movie 2d if i can but i won't be too picky but um yeah i've been writing the script writing for it and i'm getting pretty close there's just a few things have to adjust um maybe look for a professional script writer review to look it over to give their thoughts and opinions and then yeah hopefully somewhere around the road i can get a green light and get working on it well good for you it it and mom has got to make your heart really proud of 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 the young lady that she has become yeah you know as a parent we always say we're so proud of our child and we what they've anyway, accomplished yeah. and what they're doing in their lives but you know what i'm i'm i am i'm very proud but you know what if i'd say more i am so happy for her absolutely because she deserves a rich fulfilled life just like anyone else her age and to be told that that wasn't going to be there for her it broke my heart so i am just so happy when i see her at her book signings and the way she's talking with people and really coming out of her shell and telling about her books and about her story and then you know when we're at speaking engagement the same thing and and just to see everything she's doing the joy she has when she's doing animation the joy she's you know when she's writing her books and it just uh it just, it really warms my heart um, to see how happy she is. You know, it, 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 it does. I have a couple of kids myself and one's 30 and one's 33. And when something good happens to them, it makes, it makes me feel good. And it's like, we are, you and I are a little, you know, longer in the tooth and we are, we're kind of um, living through them because we want the very best for our kids. And uh, I am, it's just so, it's just so awesome that, uh, that Jenny from where she started to where she is today is, is like night and day. And it really, it really is fun. And you've got, like I said, you have a beautiful smile and uh, you, you are, you are everything that uh, a young lady should be. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Aww, Hello. Thank you much oh there well, you go you her day. Yeah. <laughs> well that's 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 the biggest thing here because we have people saying that they want to do a jenny hello oh okay. oh did we freeze did, yeah, did, no, yeah think... you're freezing a bit too sometimes i don't know if it's our width band on our telus here but sometimes it freezes and i don't i don't know why but i was just going to say you know with with jenny a lot of people say they want to do I'm a, did I freeze? Are you there? I'm here. Did I did I freeze up? Oh no. He's freezing. It's it's probably our width band because that happens sometimes it's with the width band. I'm here. Yeah, yeah you froze. Okay, well, well yeah. just get, finish yeah, your you, thoughts because I can you hear froze. you. You're frozen up. Uh, <laughs> That's that's what you get with with live sometimes, especially that. And sometimes I think it's our width band. Sometimes on our our telus here, we'll blame it on the Canuck side. 
<laughs> and that's that's fine. But no, we can. I can still hear you. So so okay. continue can continue on. Can, am I still freezing up? Nope, nope. You're fine. No, I was just going to quickly mention that a lot of people have said that they want to do a Jenny because when they read my book, they just go, "Wow." You see everything which you just mentioned, everything this girl's gone through, but she trekked through the trenches. I always say she trekked through the trenches of, of bullying. She climbed the steep mountain slopes of academics. She jumped on top and went to, you know, uh, 2D, 3D animation school at Vancouver Film School. And then she went further, jumped in the clouds and wrote a book. And and I had one lady from the States who read my book on the way back to the States from Vancouver. She I didn't know her. And she got a hold of me and she said, you know what? If that young woman, everything that she went through and where she's at now, and she didn't have any autism in her family, didn't know too much about, she says, what is stopping me from pushing away my obstacles, my fears, and going full speed ahead and going after my goals, my dreams? So we do it. We wrote this book and want to share our story, not only for the autistic community, to give them hope and to show them that there can be rainbows of colors in their future, to not believe that they're stuck in a rut and they can't go any further, their child or them. But we also, I wrote it for the general public to shed the stigma box of autism and to shine the positive of these young individuals who are such a beautiful asset to our society and to the workforce as well. So she's a role model, an inspiration, an enlightenment for what an autistic individual can do. Well, now I would even say that you're a role model for everybody. Um, Because of what you've accomplished and, and your ability to write and and your your ability to imagine and it was interesting when you were talking about the tv that was dark and you you were playing out the uh scene on the tv um that that you know the brain is an amazing thing that we don't know a lot about it yet um even though we've been studying it and stuff but it you know sometimes those messages come from somewhere else and uh, they come through you, and if you remove the filter a little bit, you can. Uh, they come through a little bit more clearly. Does that does that ring a bell to you at all? Oh, for sure, I totally get that. That totally makes sense. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. And so you know, goodness knows what you're going to be able to accomplish in this life, and and the you are all of the experiences you experiences that you have had are going to lead you to where you're going next and it's it's a it's a continuing building block it's 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 like your mom has got has had challenges in her life but it's it's a an experience growing thing for and so that she's she's a much better woman now because of having to deal with with a child with autism and writing the book and all of those things than she would have been otherwise so i i think in the grand scheme of things it's it's at the end of the day it's a very positive Oh, very, very, yeah. very much so. Like I've never looked at Jenny having autism because if I've, I've had people come up to me, oh, you poor thing, a daughter that was autistic. And I kind of looked at him. I went, I have learned so much from her. I said <laughs> that this has been a journey that at first, yes, I was, oh dear, because I didn't know anything about it. And I just wanted to be there for my child. But do you remember, Jenny, when um, we were having that interview and that lady asked you if you could 
like a wave a magic wand and oh, take no. away your autism. What was what did you say? Do you remember? I do remember like being younger. If I if she asked me younger, I might have just said yes, just so I could kind of fit in and feel normal. But as I got older, I wouldn't I realized that I would still be autistic. I wouldn't change anything about myself because being autistic, it's a part of who I am and I wouldn't have been able to do the wonderful and creative imaginative things that I've done today without it about it so no i wouldn't i wouldn't change anything about me at all bless you child as as, <laughs> well, as well as well you should because no you are you are a perfect um a god's creature and you are you are somebody that has risen above and you know and your mom's absolutely right this book and her, the book that she's written and those books that you've written in your story is good for anybody exactly yeah. It's anybody that is is that because we all get mired in a bunch of crap and we stop doing stuff that we would like to do and what we don't think that we're capable of doing. Was there a time when you said, oh, no, I can't write a book? Well, who the heck do I think I am? Or did you just do it? Uh, yeah, I, I oh, did struggle. My mom's oh, Oh, uh, yeah, compared to the two of us, mom is definitely more the positive compared to me. I, I feel like I've gone a bit better. But yeah, as a young, you know, child, teenager growing up and trying to figure out where do I go? What do I want to do with my life? I did like, you know, have my name. I was like, no, I can't do this, especially because of being autistic. I've, I've been told I can't do certain things. But thanks with my mom and my friends and family that believed in me like yes you can you can do it just don't don't even question yourself and then just going for it and doing it and then having people help me to get better or, or like what am I doing right what am I wrong and just kind of focusing on the positive side of it yeah I did get better and yeah just um yeah I felt after a while I could but yeah I definitely had my moments where I've been on the negative side but I got better over it's like I think I think and I think for Jen um you know negative side I think it was just you know a bit of self-esteem because yeah. she knew she was autistic and and just that's a couple of her traits there with her autism she just would but that's where I would come in and and I I did this with with love is is when she started getting a bit down I I said I believe in you I'm confident in you um You've got this. Uh, you just have to look at yourself and see what a beautiful person you are and everything. And look at you're so creative. Because so, she'll look at herself sometimes and she'll go, yeah, well, I guess it's okay. I wrote a couple of books and I'm a 2D, 3D animator. And I'm, and then there's me. What? Do you know what you are? Like, you know, some people don't even have one of those impressions. So that's when the mama comes in, you know, and, and, and then she goes, Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, mom. You know, and then she'll get back to the thing. And you know, so she's an inspiration to me. I'm an inspiration to her. Um, but sometimes, you know, that's you know where a trait comes through where I have to, you know, be there and, and pick her up again and just let her know, hey, you have done so much. You're an inspiration to people. I mean, you won the self-advocate award in the past year for 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 autism here in BC. So, you know, she just has to sit back and take another look at herself and just go. Yeah, I'm doing good. And try not to compare myself to others, too, because I feel like that's what happens with a lot of people as well, yeah. not just for autistic, but for anybody. But because if someone's doing better compared to us or if someone's being kind of mean to us, we kind of take those personally. And then 
you know, we get insecure and then not want to do much anymore because someone's either doing better at us or so tone we couldn't do that. But I think if you focus on yourself and the things you can do and just kind of like don't let other people's like negative opinions affect you, you, you can do what you want. I hope that made sense. I kind of. Uh, by the way, you said that beautifully and then absolutely that's absolutely true. And but that doesn't have anything to do with autism. It has to do with if you've been told all of your life that you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not uh, thin enough, you're not tall enough, you're not short enough, whatever it is, if you're told that and you'd believe it, see, in order to be successful, you have to step outside of the belief system that you have been given your entire life by other people that are outside of you. And you have to say to yourself, no, you know what? Damn it. I can do this. Yeah. And then just do it. That, you know, that is the best slogan in the world that, uh, who is it? Nike's got just do it. Just do it. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I'd say to Jenny. Just do it. You, you can do this. I, I remember when we found out that she, um, was accepted to Vancouver film school. She says, Oh, they'll never accept me, mom. I'm not even going to. And I remember poor Jenny. I, she was in class in high school, grade 12. I'm running into the room with balloons and streamers <laughs> and a card and a cake. You made it. You got into Vancouver Film School. And Jenny, and everybody's looking at, who is this? And the teacher's going, who are you? Oh, I'm Jenny's mom. <laughs> and they're just like, and I'm running in with cake, streamers, balloons. And I, and then I realized, oh, okay, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll come back after. But, because I knew she could do it. Uh, you, you know, that's where, you know, and 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 now I, I see it. I see it as she's gotten older. I, I I see that with with her, right? And it's like you say in life. When I started acting, I came into acting later in life. Did in the high school. I was forty one, and I remember my family and my friends going, "What is wrong with you? Like, do you really start <laughs> acting? Like, what? Oh yeah, let's see you go on TV show. Ha 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 ha." And then I remember my boss at the time saying. Get realistic, Janet. That is never going to happen. And um, and look where I am now because I, I believed in myself. I was confident in myself. But, you know, I had to believe in myself and be confident in myself and go, hey, why not give it a try? Just like Jenny. Jenny, you're never going to know unless you do it, unless you try it. So basically along what you said. Oh, you're not going to be allowed to just let that sit there, Janet. you got to tell us what what is it that you've done that uh, when you decided at 41, when everybody said, no, you can't do that. You're, you're not, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, longer, you know, you're not an ingenue anymore and, and stuff, you know, and, and you can't, you can't be, you know, that, you know, and you did it anyway. So what is it that you've yeah. done? Tell our audience. Well, it doesn't matter what age you are. And especially if you're getting older, if you really have a feeling or a passion in yourself that you want to do something that you never got to do when you were younger, what's the harm in going for it? Because you know what you're going to do? You're going to say something to yourself at 70 or 80. Oh, I wish I'd have went for that. Why didn't I do that? And, you know, I think it steered me even more so when they told me, oh, brother, what are you doing this for? I'm the, just the type of go, why can't I do it? I love it. I did it when I was young. I love it. And it was my son, too. My son told me to go audition for a play and at a theater. And I said, I'm not doing that. And then when I went, I did it for him. And I went and the acting bit me in the butt again. And I just went for it. Um, from I did theater for 15 years, acted, directed. And then I crossed over to film and TV in my mid-50s. My mid 
and I've done TV, I've done movies, I've done commercials, I've done voiceover. Um, you know, I've met you and McGregor. I worked with Ridley Scott's son. So far cry from what I was told at 41 from family and friends. Like, well, are you nuts? Like, don't don't do that to yourself. And then I look at Jenny. Um, look at what I was told when she was three. Never talk, never do well in school, never be where peers are. Her future's bleak. Stick her in the corner. Um, far cry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we both worked hard individually and together, yeah. you know, to be where we're at today. Yeah. It is pretty remarkable story that that yet at 41, uh, because I had a, I kind of had a similar thing. I was because I wanted to do this and I did it in my youth and I was an actor in my youth and stuff. And then I got the had to get the wife, the picket fence, the kids and do all that kind of stuff. Well, once that got out of my system, then it was I wanted to come back and do this again. And people were saying, oh, dear old man, you can't do this. And so I basically have said, yes, I can. And I'm going to. So there. Ha. And, yeah, uh, and look at you. Yeah. Yay, come on. I mean, and, look at where you're at. Right. Exactly. It's working out just fabulously. And I I just love it because I really love talking to people like you that are and by the way uh, janet don't sell yourself short you are a remarkable person you're one of the reasons why the young lady sitting next to you is where she is today oh thank you i i know people say you kind of forget about yourself i says because it's not about me it's about my daughter it's about her journey it's about where where she's come from to where she's at and what she's had to go through and they go yeah but you help me yeah but you know what i brought my daughter into this world it's part of being a parent to be there for your child because I have seen other people who have had autistic children and have not been there for them or just cast them aside. And it breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. I brought her into the world. I love her. I've wanted to be there every step of the way. And I've wanted to give her the best life that she can, like what, what the best life she can possibly have. My life is set aside. I'm here for my child. And I was also had, you know, was there for my son as, as well. But I think that's very important as a parent of an autistic child to, you have to be their rock, their sounding board, their voice, their support system. And here a she good, is. <laughs> a, a good parent does that uh, regardless of whether their child is perfect or they have yeah. special needs or whatever it is. Unfortunately, there are a lot of folks who get bogged down in in the drama of day-to-day -day living and life and they don't they don't they don't get that done as well as yeah. they could and Are i can you? understand where it's hard for a parent when they find out their their child is autistic it is it's it's a shock to the system yes but and at the same time yeah but at the same time janet you did not let that define you or jenny and you said screw it i don't believe you and we're not going to allow that to stand and it did not stand. And look where she is today. I know. Because this is what happens. Thank you. This is what happens. And this is people who come to us who are giving us hugs or crying because they've read read my book and our story. And some have said, we didn't go through the cracks because of your story. We, we, we came out because some have gone through the cracks because they believed what's been told to them. And I even have people still nowadays saying, Janet, some things haven't changed in the school system. Some things haven't changed in the profession. Some things not getting the right help, not getting the right financial support and aid. And I think, oh my goodness, we, they, it's, it's needed. It's very, very, very important. And they deserve to get that. So, well, you know, in the end, by the way, part of it is 
where you live because you you're you you live in you know like canada you know eh and uh and it's a beautiful place up there in canada uh, but 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 down here we're not nearly as um socially relevant and socially minded as you are um in, in canada because you look out after each other yes down, very much so. yeah. down here it's more survival of the fittest and unless we change that uh then we have got tons of kids that are falling through the cracks um, yeah don't have the support that they need yeah. so that's another yeah, that's where i was fortunate in bc in the okanagan i mean i can't even they went above and beyond their unconditional love their their caring not only of jenny but my my son and i as a family and our i mean they're our best friends now they're like our second families we go to the okanagan we stay with all these people you know so there was a a, a real bond that came of it and that's where it's very that's where it's very, very important. And it's funny you should say that between Americans and Canadians, because this is just a little joke, but this is how this is how an American goes in to do their audition for, for a role. I'm used to that chair. I'm sitting down. I'm ready. Let's go. And this is how a Canadian goes in. Hi. Is that <laughs> you I use that chair? Can I put it? Oh, thank you. I'm just going to put it up here. Where would you like me to go? <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's so different. Just, duh, 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 and the Canadian's just, ah. Although I will say, we got some Canadians that are, you know, there. They can be like well, that too. But I, I'll tell you, I've been meeting a lot of Canadians lately because I have a real good friend who's in BC, and her name's Rebecca, and she's got a screenplay out, and and she's oh, she's very well connected to a lot of folks, and and also over in on the other side of the country. And I tell you, you guys are a different breed. You're brought up differently. Um, yeah. the, the the whole the whole concept of what you guys do is it's just different and if you let me in i'd go but they won't let me in so uh, <laughs> no. so, well i wish they let us use canadian accents in, well, in all the tv shows and that but i gotta learn that darn standard american accent i'll that tell you <laughs> yeah, yep are you uh, how are you with uh southern accents I love doing the South. Like I do, I, I like to do the Southern accents. I like the Minnesotan because I'm from oh. Manitoba and we sound very Minnesotan. Oh, yeah. Cause that's, <laughs> that's how I got Fargo because I put that touch of Manis Manitoban on there. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yes, indeed. So then, no, you're very, yeah. very. But the standard American, I tell you, that's a really hard one to learn because it's so different. Like it's, I didn't realize we were that different. I found my first audition. They said I did a great audition. The producers want me, but they said, oh boy. You got to get rid of that Canuck accent. I went, what? So, yeah. You have a Canuck accent? You do. Okay. You know, I, I don't know. I can't. I do. I but can't we do. don't say a boot. We do not say a boot. We. I've never said a boot in my life. That's the Easterners. Yes. and But but what is the last letter of the alphabet? CZ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you knew that was yeah, you knew that was coming. That was very good. So, so Jenny, I got to ask you, uh, you are 29 years old. You've got a couple of books. You're working on your trilogy. You're working on your screenplay. What's next for you? Oh, man, where do I start? Uh, I mean, aside from working on the first book and script and pitch presentations, I've actually also been working on another book, kind of a graphic novel right now called Belina on the side, which is kind of uh, about this um, cat and she's trying to kind of 
she's been put in this mysterious forest and she's kind of can't remember her past so she's kind of got to explore this forest area and during a journey it's just trying to figure out her life and what she wants in it and yeah and it's free it's on my instagram jenny stories 101 and so i've been working on we working on that other book but you don't want to say the name of it i know that yeah yeah no not yet for the <laughs> other one that's still secret and uh so yeah, and you do animation you've been doing yeah. some short films and uh yeah i've been doing animation a lot too especially since with the pandemic because we haven't been able to book signing events a lot i've been able to do some animation last year in the summer i did a short called sparkles loves bacon which was about my dog because he really loved bacon when he was around and then i'm working on another short right now and then, yeah just working on little mini acting animation shorts and and she won't she probably won't see them but she's done a couple of years of background oh. acting and she just kevin had an audition because she's come on with my agent she just had a callback for warner talent in la and she also just did a supporting lead audition for a role in uh, a Hallmark movie, and it's for an autistic um, yeah. individual. Oh, Jenny, 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 you are, you are. Will you when after you're on the red carpet <laughs> in 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 Hollywood, and then you pick up your Oscar? Will, <laughs> you, come, will you come back on my show? Of course, I will. Of course. Oh, she'll be waving hi, Kevin, up there when she's there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, because the, 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 the beautiful thing about you, young lady, is the sky's the absolute limit. You can do anything you choose to do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that, yeah, that is my goal from now on. Well, I mean, always, but yeah. yeah. And that's what we want to share with others. Like I say, in the artistic community and the general public, shine your light, push your obstacles in that way. I mean, if this young girl can go through what she went through, and be where she is now and being autistic well what's stopping any of us from doing anything that we want to do and what's stopping any autistic child like i say within i know if there's a there's the different levels of autism but let them reach the highest peak that they can whatever level they're they're on they richly deserve that they they really do and and we don't know we really don't know what can be accomplished. You are a shining example, Jenny, of what of what when they said nope, 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 and you turned it all into yep, 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 and uh, and you're doing so well. Uh, we don't know, and it's it, I think it's a crime for a doctor to be able to say you can't. <laughs> you know when he when they said that you can never work in a bank. Trust me, you don't want to work in a bank. You want to be. <laughs> You want to be on a on a on a on a, a movie set. That's where you want to be, or be writing a book and be and be giving you know uh, lectures on what you're doing and and the books and that kind of stuff. And when the trilogy comes out, how long before the third book is done? Oh gosh, um, let's see. I I've gotten quite a few chapters in it. Um, the goal would be would be to maybe have it 2025, but with how long it's coming prepared the second one it couldn't be longer than it is yeah but the goal would be to get 2025 if she can get it done earlier she will because yeah. we keep have people come to us yeah hello marlin how how much longer do we have to wait for this book because we just got to know what's happening what's going on yeah but it is really the, there's so much going on in these books but it's yeah so 
So you've you've got people that have read book number one and book number two, and you're gonna wait, make them wait until 2025. I was hoping with how big the second one would be, it would take people time, but see, that's how engaged people were. They were able to read it within a week. They're like, okay, we want the third one. I was like, oh gosh. You know, that's the, the, the beauty of what you did was you set the first book up and it's shorter yeah. and and they got to learn the characters and they and they got to enjoy them and so when the second book came it was not like reading a new book it was like the continuation of the first book yeah. and and so now they're waiting for you probably left it on a cliffhanger so now they're <laughs> waiting for now what's going to happen oh no <laughs> Yeah, in a sense, yeah, in a sense, the continuation of the third one. Yeah, the third one's definitely going to be bigger. Yeah, so we're we're hoping it'll either go like a trilogy movie, um, yeah. and then other people are saying, Jen, like in my entertainment field, people are coming out are going, why are you not making this into a, like a TV series? Because, oh, you yeah. can separate all those. Then that could go for a few years, yeah. and people would, would love that. And they said, maybe it'll suit more a TV series, so... I, however it looks you know you, now that you you know you <laughs> now that you have an agent you can say well i'll have my agent call you yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool to be able to say yeah so, and um, i hope one day too i've been talking about it with someone um but i'd like to go a bit further outside of canada but i would really like to do um a feature film or movie on on jenny's life with also the intricacies that are coming also flowing through from the different avenues from, you know, as a mom, as a brother, um, as an ex-husband who wasn't there, as a the, number one Jenny going through and how it all interwaves and clouds over. And Because I didn't mention that part in my yeah. book. I wanted to keep it to the realism of her journey with the autism that because like I would, a lot of autism um parents who have autistic children they split and there are certain reasons for it um but there's just a whole different viewpoint i want to want to give it in a in a movie um but i i still want the realism the truth to come out from it so hopefully well, that you will know, happen too that's a that's a darn thing about people is that uh, we're all imperfect and yeah. and some of us handle stress in in not the best of ways mm-hmm. um but it's i'm so just you know, I'm just so Janet, and I don't know if people say this to you. I'm sure they do a lot, but uh, I I haven't I talk met too much. Yet. No, no. <laughs> I you should be you should be really really proud of what you've you've helped Jenny become. Well, thank, thank you. you, thank you very much. And, well, and and Jenny, I can't tell you how proud I am to know you. Um, because you are going to set the world on fire and are going to do some great things. Um, and you know, success is not necessarily about making the most money. Success is living the best life and having the best time. And that's then with that smile of yours. Um, and I know that every day isn't, you know, cupcakes and, and, uh, ice cream, but, uh, if you can have more days that are good days, then bad days then you're you're ahead of the game yeah Yeah, you know what you have just um i know you've reached her heart because i can i can see that in her and you've reached mine i just want to say kevin that you are a extraordinary human being Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say this without crying you are a very lovely gentleman i can feel your heart and soul um 
through this and since you know and talking with you and what you say to us means a lot coming from someone like who you are so thank you for being you and being letting us be with with you as well here on your show i have the best time when i'm with you if you remember we did a a 15 minute intake uh, we call it a 15 minute intake meeting where we we sit down and we talk and stuff i can never get it done in 15 minutes i don't know why that is but i think we (laughs) talked for like 45 minutes or something like that it was was longer given i went (laughs) it was a good time and and uh jenny i'm so you know it it, it makes my heart warm that that you've warmed up to me because i know that it's it's you know it just makes it just makes you so happy uh and you are you are extraordinary and will you guys come i would love to have you and follow your careers um on an ongoing basis can we do this kind of on oh, a semi-regular oh, yeah. basis you, you, hey you're stuck with us now Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're stuck with these canucks yeah. <laughs> well, get ready we're coming over the border to see you in person soon <laughs> I would, you know you're not that far away from me we will no, we we're not do that. no we're we, not we, i we love seattle yeah yeah if when you're down here give me a ring and we'll, oh we'll yeah we'll go out. for Sure. We'll go for supper or something. Yeah, I'll get I'll, my I'll have my agent talk to your agent and we'll <laughs> you your agent talk to yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, I do do voiceover work too. So anyway, Ooh, uh, yeah, we, I love voiceover work. Yeah, yes, indeed. So I'm. We need to wrap this up. But Jan, is there anything you'd like to tell our audience before we go, and then Jenny's turn? Yeah, I just wanted to read something. This is really quick. This was from Jenny's learning resource teacher. Um, and this is when she was told when she first met her in high school um, that Jenny came with a label because both her and I hated that word label. Okay. I think we're all normal with a bit of quirk or special needs. But she said, and her name was Lisa. She said, Lisa, Jenny's case manager, had been told Jenny came with a label. And though she agreed that Jenny didn't talk much, she maintained that Jenny listened very well. Lisa said when Jenny spoke, she spoke with purpose and wisdom, choosing your words carefully. She also said that Jenny took a different path, not the one expected. She would choose her path carefully, always keeping your final destination in mind. Even when the path appeared to be too steep or treacherous, Jenny forged on. One perspective that Lisa shared about Jenny, one that is my favorite, was that she thought the label should have said, The best is yet to come. Lisa added that she was very thankful to have known Jenny and that Jenny reminds her every day that, and in quotations, a story is not written until the author writes it. And Jenny is a great writer. Ooh. That That one's always That gives you chills. And I'm I'm so glad that you've had such supportive people in your life. And we all need support. And, you know, regardless of who we are, um and it's it's really good that that you've done that but i couldn't i couldn't be prouder of, of you and i can't wait to see what you i think you're gonna i think you're gonna get that role um that uh, you're uh, the lead that you're up for and i oh. think you're gonna knock it out of the park oh thank you're you so fingers crossed fingers crossed yep that's so so then i get to see on the on the uh, uh you know i it's I get to see on the red carpet. I interviewed a gal just the other day that are you familiar with the uh, CNN Heroes program? The, pardon are me? Are you familiar with the CNN Heroes program? Yes, yes. 
she was in the top 10 and she she got and this is what i hope for you she got introduced by linda carter who was wonder woman Back in the yeah. so yeah. she came up and received her award uh, from Wonder Woman, and that I hope you know oh. who I want. I I want Sandra Bullock to introduce you. Oh, cool! Well, you technically well, I was I was near her because you know I was in Sandra Bullock's movie The Unforgiven, and yeah. then Jenny did background on her her movie The Unforgivable yeah. too. I I played cool. Mom Mom Whelan in The Unforgivable. And Jenny did background in it yeah. too. And she was that's there. Right. It was really cool. What? That's 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 right. You did that. And and so and I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah. You got any dirt on her? No, I'm kidding. She's <laughs> she's, she's she's a wonderful she's a wonderful human being and, and uh, yeah, she's I a wonderful being um great mother, um yeah. talented actress. Um I know some people put her under that, but I, I don't get it. I just yeah. I, I saw her in blind side, I see her in other things and and uh, she was very good in the unforgivable. Very, very good. Yeah. I want to thank both of you again. Jenny, is there anything you'd like to add before we go? Um, whatever you're doing, do what you want to do today. Do what you love. Don't let people tell you what you can or can't do. Just keep going through the good and the bad, and you can achieve anything you want. And have a good day. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well have done. a good day. <laughs> have a have a happy day and yeah. jan and jenny thank you so much for being here and uh and get the get her books and the name of your book again janet is oh my book is although this is my one i get things i shouldn't have my other one but um my book is the autistic author and animator a mother's view of a daughter's triumph and jenny your the name of your series is um, the name of the series is Dysnomia. The first book is called Dysnomia Outcast on a Distant Moon. The first one and the second one is Dysnomia Home Lies in Your Heart. And don't drop that. It's going to break your knee. <laughs> it <laughs> fell on my toe the other day. I think I did. <laughs> it is so heavy. If you, guys really away, yeah. if you guys are away right there, I'll be right back. Okay. Thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of KMmedia.pro. Please visit our website, oddly enough, named KMmedia.pro for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to each other because each other's all we've got. We'll see you next time.